everyone. This is A Voice for Our Time. I am Charlana Kelly. The battle in America is in full swing. In fact, I believe we are at the precipice of a mighty move of God that will be a blessing to some yet terrifying to others. This battle is not a battle of flesh and blood. It is not political. It is not right or left. It is spiritual And there are two forces warring against one another, heaven and hell, God and Satan. And Satan is running rampant in our nation and in the American church. When he should be under our feet, we find ourselves too weak and powerless to resist his weapons and wiles. We've merrily followed him right down the pathway to the very gates of hell And we're picnicking right there, completely oblivious to what is really going on. I can see this all around me. And if you're listening to this, I hope that you can too. Paul declared, we are not ignorant of the devil's devices, but we have fallen away so much so now that some of us are not just ignorant, but tolerant more of hell's plans than of heaven's. Here's Satan's arsenal, and anytime we see these weapons manifesting through people, we need to recognize who is at work. His weapons are division, strife, contention, false accusation, fear, envy, pride, anger, sexual immorality of any kind, all with the ultimate desire to destroy. Our nation is more divided than ever, even in the church. Jesus said a house divided against itself will not stand. Satan knows this and he laughs every single time this nation becomes further and further polarized. And we go along cooperating with him like a bell at the ball, dancing and laughing and singing his song. This did not just happen. We've been compromising and condoning and silent for almost 70 years. We've seen glimmers of hope and light But the flickers never lasted and only served to produce a more self-focused church. What we see in our nation today is the fruit of our own inaction and downright selfishness. And if you could see me right now, I'm pointing the finger at myself. Our history as a Christian nation has been slowly, methodically erased almost from existence except there be a remnant who refuses to be silent and bow to the plans of the enemy, now Satan is poised to try to completely erase God and Jesus Christ and Christianity altogether. Will we remain silent? That's the big question. Think of this. Satan could never be successful if people still trust God. So God has to be removed. Satan has occasionally been successful in his effort to erase God from society during historical government movements. Communism is a great example of this. Let it not be so in America, a nation that was founded on Judeo-Christian values and principles. What a shame if we can't find our footing again and we crumble like so many strong nations before us. There is a battle in America right now to dethrone God and remove Jesus Christ from the hearts of Americans with the intent 
to enthrone government in his place as provider and protector. The real truth, though, is that Satan himself is sitting on that throne and people don't even have a clue what is going on. Whether it's heaven's plans or hell's plans, success requires a man or woman to cooperate, while the church in its silence has unwittingly cooperated with hell. There are men and women who are willingly cooperating with hell at the highest levels in our nation. In fact, a man long dead, yet celebrated today for his plans to force so-called social change and social justice at the community level that would ultimately force change at the top, wrote a book that was based on his own hero, as he said, the greatest revolutionary who ever lived, Lucifer. And he dedicated that book to Lucifer. The book is Rules for Radicals. Did you catch that? Rules for Radicals dedicated to Lucifer. The philosophy, the ideology, the tactics being used in this nation right now to separate, divide, cause, continued strife and contention, control and manipulate, to tear down the altars and foundations of this nation are all based on the rebellion of Lucifer against God in heaven. This man's name is Saul Alinsky. And two national leaders have openly declared his influence in their life, one being Barack Obama and two, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Madam Secretary even sat with Alinsky in her college years, wrote her thesis on him, and often quotes his work. She is a true follower. And yes, to reiterate the most important takeaway from this is Alinsky's hero was Lucifer, as he said in his own writing. I want to reach through my computer right now and shake you. Did you clearly understand what I just said? Are you a Christian and still following leaders like this? Everything we see on a national level directed at the foundation of this nation God and at the Christian, Christianity, and the church comes right out of Satan's arsenal to the glory of Lucifer himself. And the church is too wrapped up in selfies and pop culture to realize it. It's time to kick over some cultural gods in our life and to put away foolish things. Everything that makes you weak, get it out of your life. Everything that displeases God, repent for it and remove it quickly. Resist the urge to put your head in the sand and look the other way and walk on in denial. We have been shamed into silence over many issues in our nation. Some have already bowed to the shaming with compromise. Others have questioned their own beliefs and taken a new road to believing God changes with every tide of culture. I cringe at the thought because if he did, the universe would be in complete confusion and every part of it erratic. Everything would collide with itself in utter chaos. God is settled forever, unchanging and unmoving. His word framed 
our world, and by his word everything is held in place. And the knowledge of this brings me great peace and assurance. Love, God's love, has even been hijacked by the enemy and is being used as a weapon against Christians right now and against the church. Back in 2015, Lucas Cherry shared on this podcast that the most quoted scripture of our time is not John 3.16 anymore. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now it is Matthew 7.1. Judge not lest you be judged. Completely taken out of context. But meant to silence. Anytime someone speaks the truth in love, if it is contrary to the sinful desires of another, then it's judgment in the person who loved them enough to tell them the truth is the enemy. We are truly living in the hours the Bible speaks of when good will be called evil and evil good. That's a woe moment. George Orwell once accurately said, he said this, he said, in a time of universal deceit, telling the truth will become a revolutionary act. We are living in those days right now. And at all costs, the truth must be silenced by the enemy. This is what's happening to the church in America. One thing is for sure. God's love is not a silencer. God's love in operation in us should compel us to stand and stand firm on the foundations of Christ, being unmoved and unshaken from God's word. If you want to know the truth, it's right in front of you. The most important thing anyone can do, whether no matter what your beliefs are right now, is to relearn your history. History has been intentionally erased and the reason why is to manipulate and control you my friend and if you don't wake up and see that then you're not going to be ready for Christ when he steps out on that cloud to call you home it's time for us all to look back and learn some things from history to learn clearly the devil's devices that are in full swing in this nation Then we have to make a decision, and everyone's going to make this decision. We're going to decide how we will respond to the truth, how we will respond to what's going on. What will you do? What role will you play? Whose side will you advance? Will you pray? Can you pray? Thy kingdom come, thy will, God's will, not man's. Thy will be done in our nation, in our communities, in our lives, and on earth as it is in heaven. There's a clarion call going out right now, and it beckons Christians to answer. Silence says one thing. I refuse to give an answer, and therefore... I choose my seat on the fence and decide to be a compromising, lukewarm Christian. Can I tell you something? This displeases God so much 
Revelation 2 and 3 tells the church what Jesus Christ's response to us will be. Don't be that Christian. Your life on this earth is a blink of eternity. What is 80 years in light of a billion years in eternity? Nothing. It's not worth it. Don't dance with the devil when you can soar with the eagles. I'll tell you this today. I've mounted up and I'm going to go as high as the winds of God will take me. I hope you'll join me. Thank you for listening today. I count it a joy and an honor to share my heart with you every single week. I'm excited to announce that all of my ministry resources and Bible studies, discipleship programs, and this podcast are now archived at charlannakelly.org. You can find a transcript of this program on the blog when it posts, and you can connect with me anytime on the website or at Facebook and Twitter by the same name. Also, if you'd like to have a little daily dose of inspiration in your inbox each morning, Monday through Friday, just subscribe to Daybreak and you can get an email from me during the week. Uh, Email that will give you some inspiration, encouragement, strength, and faith for the days ahead. You can always message me at charlana at charlannakelly.org. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd also love to pray for whatever specific needs you might have. I do believe God desires to bring great blessing into your life. That is what he created us for, blessing. I do believe an acceleration of his plan has already begun. If you don't know Christ, now is a good time to settle where you will spend eternity. Heaven is a real place and there's only one way to get there and it's faith in Jesus Christ. Life can deal some pretty harsh blows, but Jesus said the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But he, Jesus, said, I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. That's John 10.10. To receive this life Jesus came to give you, All you have to do is pray and ask Jesus to come into your heart, be your Lord and Savior. You need to repent of your sins. Don't get crosswise on that one. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Repent of your sins and receive his forgiveness and know that your future is settled in heaven this day. If you received Christ today as a result of this message, contact me. So I can send you a free gift that will help you grow in your knowledge of Christ. Get into a Bible teaching church and surround yourself with people who love and serve the Lord. Until we meet again, Godspeed and God bless.